Hello and welcome to the Hosts of Westworld, a podcast dedicated to HBO's Westworld, brought to you by the Fan Critical Podcast we're back. Network. We're back, baby. We're um, back, baby. We're back. Uh, we're not all back because usually this podcast is hosted by um, the beloved fan critical member John, the Bear, the Bear, um, and it still will be hosted by him this season. He has recently had a little bubba. So he's uh, taken a back bear. seat. Baby cub. Baby little John. Uh, taken a back seat from um, podcasting. Uh, yeah. But he will return, much like Westworld Season 3, for this podcast. So He'll be now, back hosting. Some of us are back, baby. Yeah, so there's me, Len, uh, and that's the temporary host today, and Gareth. Um, and as people will know... Um, if you followed our Watchmen coverage, we refer to ourselves as the Three Minute Men. Yeah. Um, this obviously applied to Watchmen, but the Three Minute Men are continuing traditions here and covering HBO's Westworld. So you're going to get the same sort of banter. You're going to get the same sort of format. <laughs> Ooh, crazy! Um, you're going to get a little section at the end of each podcast yeah. called Theory Corner. Yeah. Is that what we're calling it? it you know, this is shouldn't a th- be Westworld Wanderings. Maybe. I mean, this is the thing, Gareth. So anyone listening who's a long-time listener will know that Westworld was one of the first shows that we covered. So we were still finding our feet a little bit when we were doing that show. Yeah. Um, and that is where we came up with the idea of these sort of corners. We had a comic corner for Walking Dead uh, and we had, I don't know comic why. Comic corner for Watchmen. <laughs> comic corner for Watchmen. Um <laughs> King Corner for Castle Rock. Sometimes the corners will be the same. Sometimes corners will be the same. And for some reason, I think no one could come up with a better name for Westworld than Theory Corner. Right. Because the idea is during that section, because Westworld is crazy and absolutely bonkers, the idea is that uh, we would basically spend 10, 15 minutes at the end of each episode searching through Reddit, and then I would bring... Uh, you know, I think I was in charge of Theory Corner, wasn't you I? Were, yeah. yeah, and I would trawl the internet for all its musings, crazy musings, and then I'd tell the group, and then the group would be like, "Oh no, nah, that's ridiculous! What are you doing, Len? You're an idiot! You're Correct. a hack!" Yes. Um, so we're going to be doing that again, Gareth. Excellent. I now, look forward to it. You know, that's something that people could tune back in for alone. Have we still called it Theory Corner? By this time next week, uh, and our first episode coming out, covering Westworld season three, episode one, we might have changed that name Ooh. so come back how about no don't no might be a surprise keep it no, under wraps i was gonna say if if any listeners oh, yeah. well, that's a good have point. an idea good point for what we could yeah. call our westworld yeah. wanderings slash theory corner yeah so any listeners you can email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com uh, that's fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com and please tell us your suggestions for what we should call uh theory corner you know um alliteration works very well so try and get it with the same letter, yeah? Yeah. Uh, and, and if you're thinking King Corner, yeah, is not alliteration, it is, because we spell corner with a K on that one. So, <laughs> But Theory saying. Corner is also spelt with a silent T-H. Yeah, and a Batman symbol. Now, um, it's good to be back. It's good to be back talking about this insane show. Mm. And I thought what we'd do is, because Gareth, you've been saying to me all week, oh... I don't even remember what happened on the Westworld and um, I don't know if I should be in this podcast. I said, no, Gaff, you're a perfect little idiot to have on the podcast. Is, yeah. You're nailing that. Yeah, pretty good. Um, so, Gareth, what we're going to do is we're just going to run through, and this is a refresher for everyone out there who, who needs to remember what's gone on with Westworld. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about um, 
the season three trailer, the official trailer, which came out actually very close to the release date, only a month before. Uh, and we're going to talk about what we want to see in a season three and what we think we're going to see in a season three. It's not going to be a massively long podcast. This is just so everyone can dip their toe again in that milky goo that the hosts are created in and get excited, yeah, for some, you know, sort of prophetic long paragraph like scripting written sentences from anthony hopkins and what a weird sentence yeah, that was yeah from you that's what anthony hopkins would say he'd you Bizarre. know go off on a tangent about life and what is it like to be alive and all this sort of shit mm. so um season one gareth yeah do you remember what happened go on you give me a rundown of what happened in season one yeah there's a guy who yeah. comes along to westworld it's like a yeah a little park that he gets to play in little park very big expensive park, park. forty thousand dollars a day very expansive park yeah. too it's a, it's a big area very big um he gets to play hero we used to think it was on mars it's not continue um shoot whoever he wants because guess what everyone in there is met is a robot yeah or as, as they're called hosts hosts yeah very good Gareth. um so anyway it turns out that one of them one of the guys who comes along he sort of he falls in love a little bit. Falls with in one love of the with hosts. Dolores, who is the mm. the main sort of protagonist that we sort of follow in season one. She is a host. Yeah. Uh, and what we learned about this park is obviously Westworld's been open for over thirty years. Uh, there's been many iteration of hosts. They uh, have an update at the start of that season, which lets them uh, have reveries or remember things essentially. Oh yeah. Um, and that is all because Anthony Hopkins uh, is the main actor. He's fantastic in the first season. Um, and he essentially, spoiler warning, is trying to help the hosts to overpower their human um, programming, overcome their programming. overcome their programming, and and sort of become a new superior race to humanity. Because he believes he's a very smart man that humanity's had its day um, and it's done. And the story is told in this very complex, very Christopher Nolan type way. And that is because Jonathan Nolan is the uh, showrunner, yeah. and um, basically. It perceived, the perception of time was played around with a lot in season one. So much. Yeah. But it but it worked out. Like season, season one, um, I think, and we all said it at the time, is an excellent season of television. And it's excellently shot, excellently acted. The storyline is amazing and very sort of, um, it, it makes you question what, you know, your morals and, you know, is this morally right, this park, or everything that's going on there? But at well, the same time, the perception of time. There are there are yeah. sort of three main timelines, aren't there? Yeah, running so throughout, you, and they're running concurrently, and you don't know. You don't know that until towards the end of the separate season. I mean, yeah. people were picking it up on Reddit, and that's why we have Theory Corner, or whatever you guys want us to name it, because people would notice that there was old logos of Westworld and stuff, and they're like, oh, is there different timelines here? And it, and it ends up that one of the characters who falls in love with Dolores actually ends up being the person who owns Westworld eventually. Um, and is sort of a bad guy. He Well, he is a bad guy, Gareth. There's no sort of about it. Like, wow. William is a bad guy. Um, played by Ed Harris. So you'll get the man in black. So this is the thing. You have this interesting perception of time throughout the season one. And, and it was so good, and it was so... Not revolutionary, because we've seen this form of storytelling before, especially from the Nolan perspective. But it was so interesting as a concept that everyone was like, Westworld is going to be the show that replaces Game of Thrones. In terms of when HBO's uh, time of Game of Thrones is over, which is essentially now until the prequel series comes out. Um, and they're having a lot of trouble yeah. with them, as, as we know. Yeah. One's already cancelled and yeah. another one's in development. Um, that this was going to be their big marquee show. Um and I think season two lost its way a little bit. 
So in season two, it seems like I don't want to accuse the showrunners of doing something that I think because that's that's mad. But it, it it feels to me like they knew ah oh, the 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 viewers loved all the theories, and now we're going to try and make it even more convoluted yeah. so they can't figure out what's going on. Yes, they pandered to the Fan. fandom. They pandered to the fandom a little bit in terms of the way they concealed narrative key yeah. narrative elements. To the point that it didn't make much to the, sense. To the point that last season fell down, I think, quite dramatically. I'd say it was nowhere near as good <clears> as the first season. Yeah. There were a couple of standout moments. Uh, the Kiksuya episode was incredible, where we followed Akijita, the yeah. um, you know the Native American um, hosts within Westworld, have this fascinating story that we never knew what was going on. And we yeah. get this whole story told from his perspective, one of the oldest hosts in the park with Dolores. Um, yeah, you that have, was amazing. That was amazing. And, you know, you've got the Dolores storyline as she basically goes maniacal, wanted to kill all humans and escape the park. Um, Some of that got a bit silly. It got silly. Uh, you've got the Bernard storyline where we, you know, we find out in season one that Bernard is a host. And that's but fascinating. That and, was one that got f- fucking weird, was it? Like, that got hard yeah. to follow. Bernard's sort of coming of age was... Well, the thing is, season two is Bernard kept losing his memory yeah. and like waking up at different times and you were like when is this what is this and it was is this now yeah and is this now is this now in the Bernie voice we're going to call him Bernie because that's what we call him B. Um, B-Dog um, so there was a lot of issues with season two eventually in the end you know we're left with a scenario where uh, the hosts that were becoming sentient were led to this AI sort of utopia or this, you know, utopia that's digital, and they were sent somewhere where the humans could never find them. But Dolores and a couple of other hosts uh, did escape to the mainland and will begin their plot to take over the world, essentially. So I found this a little bit concerning at the time. Yeah. Because I was like, right, so what's the plan now? They're just going to go and work at a bank or something. Is that what we're going to see? Well, this is the interesting thing, Gareth, because as we know at the end of season two... um, Dolores escapes using Charlotte's body and she is the head of the Delos Corporation. So they have a a body of someone who is extremely high up and senior within the world of business, probably one of the most senior people in the world of business globally. Mm. That's a perfect infiltration point right there. Uh, You've also got Bernard who's who's off site. You've got Dolores, two others that we're unsure of. And what we do know is Maeve did not escape she is still in the park so we're going to have this interesting situation with season three but something that we said that we always wanted because we felt that the park even though we got to see cool things like samurai world which was amazing that was cool that was cool i mean visually amazing and the whole we love samurai stuff and the sort of feudal japan is so fascinating to me um we we felt the park was getting a bit tired and the interesting thing is now that we're getting a show that we maybe always wanted which was kind of blade runner like kind of this idea of, um, you, you know, the Nexus robots in Blade Runner trying to become human and, you know, trying to not overthrow humanity, but you never know. I mean, that does happen towards Blade Runner 2049 and that sort of storyline. So yeah. we're getting a much more interesting um, dynamic and we get to see the real world, something that we don't really ever get to see in Westworld. Um, so that's where we're at, Gareth. And I thought what would be interesting is now we've had that little refresher of where we are and how season two kind of fell off the rails a bit but then hopefully 
has put us on the right track for season three. Mm. I thought we could play the trailer right now and then talk about some things that happen in it. All right. Here we go. I was born into this world. And my first memories of it are... Pain. For my kind, there was one place we were never allowed to go. One place we were never allowed to see. Your world. Who are you, Dolores? You and I are a lot alike. They put you in a cage and decided what your life would be. They did the same thing to me. You've been watching me. Not me, but someone. Something has. Rose, that we're going after. The person who took your future. Welcome to my world, Maeve. What do you want from me, then? Dolores, I want you to track her down and kill her. Welcome to the end of the game. Five of us against an entire world of them. It'll be enough. I finally understand my purpose. I'm gonna save the fucking world. The plan is starting. What happens if this doesn't work? You do this the old-fashioned way. I kill everyone. You're not the only predator here. The real gods are coming. So, uh, sweet child of mine, mm. um, obviously referring to Dolores there, the, oh. re- the, the, the sort of uh, yeah. excellent scoring, which is once again done by Raymond Duardi, who did Game of Thrones. Just these cool piano versions. He does amazing piano versions of songs. Modern classics. Yeah. Radiohead is obviously a favourite. They keep mm. going at Radiohead. Uh, Guns N' Roses this time, Gareth. Yeah, very nice. Uh, what were your thoughts on that trailer, first of all? Well, look, it's I'm, I'm excited to see this series I really am it does feel like a different show yeah it looks completely different because a different we're getting a totally different vibe oh yeah um, for anybody that watched Altered Carbon the, yeah. uh, the Netflix yeah. Netflix series it feels like it's a step in that direction yeah um, but a bit more realistic than Altered Carbon Altered like, Carbon had some major issues it was a flawed yeah. a flawed first season Overacted. I haven't seen the second one. Oh yeah. my god the acting the acting yeah um but the world but, is quite but cool. The world is very cool. Yeah. And this looks like it's got a very cool world. Yeah. And you and I often talk we, we often talk about 
about shows and, and movies with kind of really cool futuristic worlds. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I love that. I love Dystopias, that stuff. Essentially. Dystopian futures, utopian futures, yeah. even. Yeah. Um, I, I love I love visions of the future when they're they're built well. I just wonder what the purpose of this is. You know, like this the the first series. Yeah. This is my question, I suppose. My my big question about about this trailer. Which Westworld loves has, a big question. Is is has whetted my appetite. Mm. But I'm wondering what is going to be the purpose of this series. It, it, it's been about you know, is it all right? Is it all right to do what you want in this? in this kind of enclosed world where yeah um you know then sure they think that they're real but they're not like is that is that an okay thing to do and now it's like well this is just robots versus humans yeah i think the big question um from the first couple seasons is what does it mean to have free will now um that's if you think from the robot perspective no of course from an ai perspective but from the human perspective it was like What's the right thing? What is morally right to do here? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of big themes going on, yeah. um, but now it's you know, the hosts, especially Dolores, feel scorned by what humanity is capable of and and their level of cruelty. Um, and she's on a mission. Obviously, we can see from this trailer to recruit number one, um, and then hopefully infiltrate and destabilize humanity in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, we see in this trailer Aaron Paul has been recruited by Dolores yeah uh, fantastic addition to the cast I love him as an actor I absolutely love him um, if you haven't if you don't know who Aaron Paul is Jesse in Breaking Bad uh, and if you haven't seen Breaking Bad watch it shame on you definitely go watch it it's fantastic one of the best shows of all time um, I think that's going to be a fantastic addition to the cast uh, which is already ridiculously good Um and I think his relationship with Evan and Rachel Wood is going to be brilliant this year. Mm. Uh, what are your thoughts on him being the show, Gareth? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, Looks like he's some sort of heist man or some sort of like uh, well, militant character. Yeah. It, I, I mean, he seems to be a host. He's not. I don't think he is. The, he's, a, he's a human. There I, are I'm, some, I'm adamant he's human. Some interesting lines, though, that Dolores... Yeah delivers yeah. in his direction that, yeah. that make me think that maybe he's a, he's he's hosty um he's humany i reckon but yeah theory's already going off yeah. here um theory corner and Name yeah to, i don't know i mean like yeah he's fucking cool so he's he's a great actor like you say um i i wonder if they've gone you know anthony hopkins isn't going to be in it well, and so let's at, let's get a big name. I know he's not Anthony Hopkins yeah. level, but no, he's not. It's the the issue that the sh- the show had. I, I think is that Anthony Hopkins elevated every single scene that he was in yeah. when he was in the show. I just remember watching it, and, and you know, I'm jogging my own memory when we talk about it. I haven't had a chance to to rewatch season two. I did rewatch season one, um, and that is mainly every time that Anthony Hopkins is on the screen, he is such a high caliber of actor that he elevated everything to True. do with that show. Yeah, he did. Um, and even the moments in season two, which were bad, when he came back into it towards the end, because, you know, he was dead and that, but he, he was <laughs> he, he he was still in there, you he know, Bernie's mind and shit. What are you worried about? Uh, he came back and said, what are you worried about? Um, he had once again elevated the whole content. Yeah, he did. And they got this issue this time. I mean, Ed Harris is still in it, which is fantastic, because once again, him and Anthony Hopkins had some fucking great scenes yeah. in season one. And he is 
awesome. Ed Harris is this grizzled man in black character. And his storyline obviously went extremely crazy in season two. Mm. We know he's still alive in season three. We also know from a post credit scene that he's a host in the far, 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 far future. We know there's going to be a host version of the man in black, a human version of the man in black. It's fascinating to me what they're going to do with that storyline. Yeah. So the inclusion of another great actor, Aaron Paul, is just crucial for me. What do you think about the idea that... And it seems this is the way the trailer's leading us on. And let's assume that they're not fucking with us this time because maybe they learnt their lesson and thought, oh, actually, if we just go in this fan service theory town, it's not going to be a very satisfying... It's not a very satisfying watch, is it? And I think that was our big problem. We want it to be a satisfying watch. Yeah. Um, it was... Yeah, it was just trying to create too many threads. Yeah, exactly. To, yeah. So let's say there's a couple of simple threads going on here. You've mm-hmm. got Dolores and a couple of hosts wanting to infiltrate higher echelon society and get hosts into senior positions and destabilize humanity right that's number one you got bernie who's the voice of reason who's trying to do the right thing and Mm. do like try and coexist potentially then you've got the delos corporation who know dolores has escaped and they hire mave to go and hunt her down yeah interesting Maeve being the huntress with a samurai sword, brother from yeah. from samurai. Oh, I love that. I'm all in on that stuff. Yeah, but then again, this is see again. I love this as we're talking. Like all my all my thoughts are are being jogged. All my Perk, memories are perking up. Yeah. Um. This was this was my issue was that it was like every time one of these hosts died. Yeah. They didn't die. Yeah. They had their memory rebooted. They had their personality rebooted. Yeah. They, they, they changed. had a backup like, or whatever, yeah. They are just... They were in the hive or whatever it was called. The yeah. hub, yeah. Right. So... That's destroyed now, thing. as far as I understand. Fine. But then but then, Maeve isn't Maeve at all. It's just it's just the same... It's just the body well, that, that Maeve... Well, this is the interesting thing about inhabited. Maeve. Remember, Maeve was superpower host because yeah. her intellect was turned up to yes. the maximum. So she would actually had the ability to control other hosts and do other stuff. Um, she did die uh, at the end of season two. Yeah. Die, I'm doing little inverted commas yeah. because we know that she, she, you know, her brain can be backed up or whatever. It seems to me that the, the version of Maeve that they get here is going to be the overpowered version. Um, the same version who formed all those relationships with different characters, humans, other hosts, mm-hmm. uh, because they need her memory of Dolores to go get Dolores. That would be my take on it. Um, and her skill set, because that's the most important thing. She seems to be the only host capable of rivaling Dolores. And and we saw that feud building in season two and we knew it would come to a head. So for me, that's a very fascinating storyline. But that feud, the feud isn't the same feud. It's not the same Dolores. It's right. No, Dol- is, Dolores is exactly oh, the same. It's well, not the same and Maeve. we don't know. It might be the same Maeve. Well, it might be. It seems unlikely to yeah. me. That well, let's the same Maeve. Let's see what they do with that. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that's interesting is uh, we get to see the depiction of the real world, which is yes. as we talked about, a major, major plus point. Getting out of the park is massive. It looks pretty cool. It looks awesome. It looks like a cross between RoboCop and Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. And when I say RoboCop, I don't mean shitty Detroit, which we get in RoboCop. I mean the cool robots that we get in RoboCop, like Ed 249, right? Yeah. There seems to be an Ed 249 
in this fucking trailer that's just ripping <laughs> shit apart. I didn't notice him. I was like, what is this giant robot doing? <laughs> and then there's like the little lift robot. And it's like, you've seen how they're, and this is going to be crucial for Dolores to see how they humans use machines. Yeah. And the way that they use them in modern day society. So that's going to piss her off. It's going to piss her off. Um, what were you, what's your take what's on the... On the world? On the world. World building that we're getting from this trailer. I mean, this is going to surely add a lot to the budget. The budget looks, I have to say, like, the show has always had an insane budget. Like, yeah, more than Game of Thrones. It's always had a pretty big level of world building oh, yeah. in a sense, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Samurai World alone, to think about the cost of that. I mean, I, th- I remember it was $10 million per episode or something crazy. Oh, fuck. Um, right. So the budget seems to be still there. Yeah. The world looks not dystopian, not utopian. I don't know. It looks kind of in the middle. Yeah, it looks it looks it looks cool. It looks, it looks good. It looks serene um, and peaceful, maybe perhaps sunny. You know, uh, the visions of the future that we always get are that we've destroyed the environment. Um, it rains all the time, or there's acid rain, or there's like no trees, no greenery. As a big fan of rain, I yeah. would welcome that. And it seems that this modern depiction, or this depiction, the Westworld depiction of the future, it's not overly dark. Is what it's you not say. dark. It's not. It, it seems quite bright. It seems yeah. quite like humanity's in balance with there themselves. There still seems to be a little a fair bit of neon going on. Yeah, it's quite cool. Is what yeah, I, I mean, but that's what I mean. It looks quite cool, yeah. but it doesn't look dystopian in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see more of this world. Definitely. There's some sort of like air ship. Yeah, there's like drone, giant drone yeah. ships. Giant drone ships. Ed 249. Yeah. Crane robot. Uh there's loads of little robots going around. Aaron Paul's in one of these. Aaron Paul, who's a human, yeah. Well, so, or robot, could be both. Um, so there's a lot. There's a lot going on this season. But I think the most important thing is that if anyone who is listening to this feels that they gave up with Westworld season two, um, I completely understand why you would have done that. And I think the show has lost a lot of um, viewers at the end of last season because yeah. they're just like. This is too much work. I don't watch some. I don't mind a little bit of work, but sometimes <laughs> there's a lot of work with season two that needed to be done. And it got testing and trying for a lot of people. And I think all I would say to those people is um, listen give, to us afterwards. Listen to us afterwards because we, we help you understand it. Do the work. So please do subscribe to this podcast or subscribe to Fan Critical or the hosts of Westworld channel, you know. Uh, and if you're listening to this on the Watchmen channel, I have posted this on there so that we can get any of you lovely Watchmen listeners to come across and listen to the Three Minute Men once again. Because I mean, to be fair, you love hanging our out watch, with us. Our Watchmen listeners are our, our favourite. They listeners. are good listeners. So if you enjoyed our Watchmen coverage, you will like the Three Minute Men back together talking about the hosts of Westworld. But if you did switch off from Westworld, please do give season three a chance. I obviously haven't seen it yet, um, but it looks as though they're doing something with the storyline. Uh, that we've wanted to see for a long time and it looks like they've broken free of the shackles of the park and I think that's important but I think that's important for the future of this show which it asks very big existential questions and makes us as viewers question whose side are we on here you know mm. and that's the important thing are you, there's elements of the human side of the story that you're, you're with and there's elements of the host side of the story that you're with and that is very interesting to me um, so please do give season three a try and after every single episode come and give us a listen because we're here to talk you through it yep. we're here to go through 
theory corner or whatever you tell us to call it um and then you know you can email in and say hey minute men it's great to be back with you guys again um you know and john's hosting this one and let's just put it this way his hosting is interesting he you know sees it as his time to do stand-up comedy yeah he'll give so it a go. he'll give it a good go he is the host of the host of west one yeah exactly so he's gonna like every week be here to put the shackles on me and gareth get ready for some puns get a lot of puns there'll be a lot of office jokes uh the uk version um you know and we do have fun with it so please do stick around with us for season three of westworld uh, and that's it gareth for the preview podcast okay, mate. i didn't want to you know go too too deep dive into it because let's be honest i think it's better if we kind of just forget what happened in the first couple seasons of westworld <laughs> okay. and kind of Done. start with a fresh slate in a way a breath of fresh air in the new world of westworld um unless there's anything you want to add i just think that i mean i've already forgotten what happened in season two good yeah you did um, ask me like what happened in season two again I what like, did happen in yeah, season two we, we, we literally spent and this is no word of a lie yep 20 hours talking about it but how long ago was it it was like two years now it has been a long time you're right two years that's mental isn't it yeah two um, years of podcasting I just think you know what a great opportunity to settle down yeah with a bunch of mates yeah and talk about a TV show again yeah that is true Gareth couple of caveats there go on um great time what four and four thirty in the morning what me and you have to do mental yeah so it's actually a terrible time for us to do this it's whilst it's fun um don't ever say great time ever again no. <laughs> you know it's a chore chore in, chore in australia um, a chore, damn australia being so far away from everyone um but the listeners don't have to worry about that no, all listeners, they have to do you do not worry about that is listen to us you just enjoy it and imagine we're all together in the same room, and we are in a way because we know each other so well. Coming straight to your ear, yeah, holes, ear holes. Yes, thank you, Gareth. Um, so thank you, listeners. Thank you for joining us again on the Westworld train. As I said, John, the infamous John, will be back hosting this one next week as we cover Westworld season three, episode one. Uh, it's out on Sunday evening on HBO at nine PM in America, and we will be covering it. And hopefully, every episode will be out on a Tuesday America time oh, God. as well. I when I say America that time, yet. that's kind of like um, silly because they've obviously got Pacific time and Eastern time. Correct. Four time zones. Yeah, maybe, maybe even five. Maybe five. And I don't really know what time zone it comes out on in America, so let's just call it America time. You know, sure. sure. Tuesday America Day. Uh, yeah, America Day. Um, and that isn't the a new days. national holiday or anything, but America Day. Tuesday yeah. America Day is when the podcast comes out. So That's Wednesday here. It is, Gareth. Thank you. Don't confuse them. Just say oh my God. Tuesdays, guys, all right? Um, anyway, thank you very much, everybody, for being with us. Uh, we'll speak to you next week uh, when we have our review of episode one of Westworld season, season three, which we're very excited that for. It starts next week, does it? Big time. Can't make it, sorry. <laughs> All right, cheers for being with me, Gareth. All right, mate, thanks. Um, cheers, cheers, listeners, and um, see you on the other side of the park. Ooh. Bye. <laughs>